hello everybody. Welcome back. Pardon the uh, the uh, tardiness from last week. I didn't have an episode last week. And uh, my defense, there was a lot going on. I'll get into that in a little bit. But it's great to be back. This is the final episode before Christmas. So Merry Christmas to all of you. And we're coming up on the end of the year. So the year of 2022 is nearing its close, which means those New Year's resolutions got to be popping up. And for, the, for all you uh, New Year's resolutioners, getting in shape is certainly part of that. And head on over to Redcon1.com. Redcon1 is America's favorite supplement brand where they carry pretty much everything you could possibly need, whether it be from proteins, energies, fat burners, gear, uh, accessories, shirts, shorts, what have you. They got it. And you can save 20%. Off your order on redcon1.com if you use the promo code T20 Tony Tell Jokes. That's right. If you want to use my promo code T20 Tony Tell Jokes, that will save you 20% off your entire order. Plus, this also serves as a great transition point because this past weekend was the 2022 Olympia in Las Vegas. And Oh man, that that goddamn dude! If you didn't watch it, that that was intense. I mean, a lot of hype surrounding this one, and a lot, dude. If you watched it, it was just a lot of great participants, a lot of great athletes. Everybody just you you can you can just sit back and just appreciate how people really put in the work. Like you ever see somebody who actually it's like dedicated towards achieving a goal, and you can actually see with their work on display, like every single person on there, like nobody there was slacking. And the big two that everybody was most excited about was men's physique and, uh, no, what was it? Not men, uh, men, uh, classic physique. That's what it was. Classic physique and, uh, open. And of course, uh, the big two winners, like the, was everybody's favorite Chris Bumstead for a classic dude took home. He's one of the few people who can really, rock that uh top gun mustache like ever since that movie came out like everybody is just rocking just a little push boom mustache and nothing else and i will say like the dude really plays like a, the most jack ned flanders looking motherfucker i've ever seen so congrats to uh bumstead and for the men's open winner it was the one and only howdy choopman howdy choopan excuse me howdy choopan and yeah, if you, if you've never seen Hadi, oh my God, this guy, uh like, uh, like on, you know what was funny was on stage, like all these guys are just monsters. Wait, like when you see him, especially on TV, they're all, they're all just like monsters. But then you see like an average person stand next to him, like oh my, oh they're all like you know five six five seven. So it's a. It's like visually deceptive, kind of like when you watch the NBA, like everybody playing basketball, when you watch on TV, everybody, you just assume that's normal. But when you see them stand next to like an average sized person, like they're all just a bunch of, you know, gigantic stick insects. So the same, because that was when, um, after Hadi won, uh, he um, it wasn't one of the presenters of the awards were, uh, was uh, Brian Shaw, strong man, uh, Brian Shaw, who is... A beast of a man. He's basically like, you know, the American version of the mountain from Game of Thrones. And as soon as he like, uh, is, is, there's a meme going around it right now. But as soon as like uh, they all, 
uh, all the winners were presented and everybody threw their hands up. They all like held hands and threw their hands up. And the way like Brian Shaw was holding two of uh, the top five guys' hands, it looked like he pair like his most jacked children ever. <laughs> it, it was it's it, it's it really just is an amazing sport. So it, I think it's kind of very um, poetic the fact that it occurred that they held it at the end of the year because it just it just serves up everybody ready to go to the gym. Uh, first thing in January, so buckle up for all the New Year's resolutioners and all you New Year's resolutioners, welcome, and hopefully you stick with it, and uh, yeah, so we're, we're all in for, a, everybody buckle their seatbelts, so it's going to be uh, a very interesting couple uh, months of 23, so either way, I'm very excited about that, and I will say, like leading up to uh, leading up to this podcast, I I just got off eating lots of garbage uh, about two weeks ago, and it's like I spent the last two weeks doing damage control. I really felt like I'm back to like my my you know my normal status because because up to that point, I was I'd say I've been good for like ninety five percent of the year, like ninety ninety five percent. I'll give myself like like an A minus as far as uh, nutrition goes. And I don't know what it was. It must have been like three or four days where it was just like back-to-back like garbage. Even when I tried to do like, you know, like undo some damage by eating something healthy, it was just followed up by something else. Just the So two weeks have gone by. I feel fantastic. Back to normal. And I'm just going to st- keep going. Keep, keep going into next year. And uh, yeah. So hopefully for next year, um, the cut will end. I'm still in my cut, and uh, yeah, we'll make some uh, some some good gains and good moves. And yeah, yeah, I'm just dude. I just I'm like I'm just in a very optimistic mood, which is weird. I mean, I'm always in a mood, but usually it's not like this positive, at least externally. And yeah, I'm just optimistic and looking forward to the. To the future, I don't know what it is. It's it's very uh, un Boston of me, because <laughs> you know I'm just like sour and like ugh. I'm just like I always feel like I'm like Daria from that uh, old MTV cartoon, uh, just gloomy and miserable and sarcastic, and and I'm just I just feel good, you know. Like I I feel like twenty the year twenty twenty three is just gonna be a, a positive year. Like I already got a few things planned uh, for next year. I'm gonna go into that. Probably not in this podcast. Maybe later down the line. But definitely excited about uh, some of those plans. And um, I guess uh, the other reason why I want to, um, well, I want to talk about was I'd say this whole week um, just made me realize how big of a, of a priority mental health is. I mean, it is at the forefront of like discussion and I am kind of glad that people are t- taking their mental health much more seriously. It's just for some people, it's a lot harder than others. And I'm not going to name any names or go into great detail, but basically, um, basically stake always check in on each other like the like for your friends people you are close with family whoever people you can trust always 
always keep in contact because like I'm I'm running solo here in Nashville, Tennessee. Like coming down here, I knew nobody. I had no family down here. And I left all my friends back in Boston in the Northeast, all my families back there. And I just came out here with just, you know, the clothes on my back and my stupid cat. <laughs> and yeah, and I managed to build up new relationships and that and that's just great. But for a lot of people, um, it's not always as easy. And sometimes you feel like you're like in a dark place. And I myself, I don't think I'd be able to understand what it would be like to be in a dark place. I mean, I don't think I can even imagine it. I mean, the closest I can um, explain in my own personal experience, I've been blue. You know, I've just been like, you know, just sour and gloomy and, you know, just, uh, I don't know, just, yeah, kind of like an Adele video. <laughs> just like, oh, God, life sucks. So, I, I mean, yeah, it was like, I felt like my, you know, sour 15-year-old self, you know, when I was listening to Nirvana and Soundgarden. So I've been in that state, um, but for some other people, it's it's a much bigger battle. So whether you're listening to this, if I know you or maybe I don't know you and you're going through something, um, definitely, uh, how should I say this? Definitely um, don't be afraid to talk to somebody, I guess, because like we I we all know what it's like to put on a happy. I mean, I whenever I think about this sort of thing, I always think of Robin Williams. I mean, easily one of the greatest comedians ever. And he whenever you see like whenever I say the word Robin Williams, there's like this image that pops into your face. And I just see this big, happy, goofy guy. And lurking underneath all that was a great sadness. So if it if that's the form it takes, then, you know, don't be afraid to at least try get help. And, you know, only you can make you better, I guess, to quote a song from uh, Nothing More. But, yeah, it's, it's something... I really do believe people need to start taking more seriously. I mean, I'm glad that it's being part of like the mainstream discussion now, which is fantastic. But unfortunately for a lot of people, it isn't as easy as it sounds. So regardless if I know you or not, um, I guess all I can say, uh, I'm not going to guess. I know you got this. Like it, you, it can be done, you know? It's it, it's it's always a possibility, and it's it's I don't know. I'm trying to offer positive words of encouragement, and <laughs> I don't think it's going so well. Oh, but yeah, the I don't know how to express the sun you. It's weird. I was just talking about. I'm in a positive mood, and yet I don't know how to put it into words. But there is always a silver lining to everything. Like if you ever watched that uh, that movie Silver Linings Playbook, where uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, he um, 
he just comes out of a mental hospital and you know he's obsessed with like you know the eagles he's trying to get his life back on track after like a gigantic uh meltdown of a divorce and how it just really did a number on him it's all about him getting on the right path so that's what i guess what i'm trying to say is it can be done for everybody whoever's in this that kind of state it can be done i guess that i guess that's what i'm trying to say but anywho let's move on to something a little more positive so let's talk about stand-up yeah (laughs) so yesterday i had a great night well today is sunday i'm recording this on sunday which means i had a show saturday uh, it was just me. It was a uh, it was a punk rock and metal show at a skate shop, at a skateboard shop. So fourteen year old me was going nuts, <laughs> and it was a great time. It was like I it just really brought back when I was a teenager, and I remember I used to skate, and it's been wow almost twenty years since the last time I stepped on a skateboard. And I could barely ollie off that thing. I mean, I'm 34 years old going on 35. You know, like what? I don't think learning to do a pop shove it in real life is that high on my priority list at the moment. But, eh, you know, who cares? You know, anything could happen at this point. I mean, hell, I guess one one news resolution I'll give you guys is uh, next year I want to learn how to ride a horse. You know, okay, hey, I'm getting into this acting stuff and I live here in Tennessee and... You know, they could always use a rootin' tootin' uh, rugged motherfucker like me. <laughs> so, you know, might as well might as well get the skills to back it up. Mm. It's like, ride, I'm assuming riding a horse is like riding a motorcycle that thinks for itself. So, we shall see. But, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, stand-up was good. They had a great show. Um, definitely tested out some new material and... I, I, I had this one bit where I was on the verge of retiring because I thought, Ugh, maybe this is too edgy, you know, like I understand how some comics, they want like, you know, walk that line and, you know, just tiptoe over it a little bit for the sake of being edgy. And I didn't want like, you know, come off that way. So I, I get like, you know what, I'll just give it one more shot. Let's see how these people respond to it. And man, oh my God, did they love it. They said, like as this bit, I'm not going to go into the details of the bit, but basically all the feedback I got was that was their favorite bit of the entire night. And I was, and that, that, that came as a shock to me because I mean, I felt pretty good about the other bits too, but this bit in particular, they loved and it's like, oh, shoot, man, I should probably put it into the act. So I guess that's what I'm going to do. I'm still going to refine it, polish it, just like I do with everything else. But, yeah, so it's weird how it works out that way, you know? It's kind of like a little, it's like when you post something to TikTok, you put absolutely zero effort into it, and next thing you know, you got three million views. So funny how uh, life works that way. Um, but you know what? I'll take the win. That's what I'm going to do. So, as far as uh, dates go for the rest of the year, um, if you're listening to this uh, on Monday, I have one show. Le- I have one uh, public show left on Wednesday. Uh, what day is that? I have one show left on the 21st in Murfreesboro, doing another punk rock and metal show, and uh, that's gonna be down in Murfreesboro. And I was at the at the crossroads. I've done that. I've done this show before, and 
It's not like the most uh, most traditional of comedy venues, but my God, does this place work? I mean, I love it. So I've I've seen other comedians; they've been eh, about it. It's not really their their vibe, which is understandable. But you know, I am one hundred percent comfortable with this sort of place. So really looking forward to that. And then I have a private show on the 29th, and you can't come. <laughs> ah, you can, but yeah. I got a private show on the 29th, and after that, the year 2023 is upon us, and uh, new beginnings. So, yeah, it's a it's going to be a wide open season for new hopes and dreams and goals, and oh, who knows what else life will throw at us, but anywho, and I want to talk about this. Um, so down here in Nashville... Uh, this last week, uh, another interesting bit that's been happening with the Nashville community here. Uh, this last week was a bit of a uh, very interesting. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Suddenly, I'm not the most disgusting person here in the uh, in Nashville comedy because uh, we had a guy. Uh, oh, we get people from out of town, you know, from visiting, just checking out the scene all the time. And uh, so we had this one uh, one guy who came up here from Florida, so red flag already. And uh, I wasn't there, but from what I've heard from other comics who were there, there was an open mic. And uh, how it works here in Nashville is a lot of it is lottery, a lot of it is random. So uh, traditionally, some places it's a show and go, so you go in the order in which you've been signed up. Uh, this this one particular mic doesn't do that. They go full lottery, and this guy didn't know that. He's new to town, so he didn't know. And apparently, he was so fed up that he was his name wasn't called yet that he called that he caused a huge scene, like you know, just shouting at people again, like you know, belligerent, yelling at the host, like what the fuck is my like well first off like if that's your attitude you're not cut out for this <laughs> you know like if if that's your attitude like you like that sense of entitlement like i'm gonna burn this place to the ground that's not uh netflix special material <laughs> like you're gonna crash and burn before this building does and yeah, so it was, uh, from what I understand, a very uh, tense moment, and uh, unfortunately, there weren't any toxic males like myself in the audience uh, to smooth things over. Apparently, one of the audience members called the cops, and yeah, and basically, yeah, the guys just got out of prison, apparently, and now all of a sudden, he's just going around doing stand-up, so I mean, I... I believe in the second chances, but uh, there's like no impulse control going on up there. Like you're not considering, like, I mean, I know you've been to prison, but you know, I'm considering the consequences of your actions. I'm like, holy shit. Have you learned nothing for X amount of years? Uh, what do I know? But yeah, so a lot of people are, very well, the people who were in attendance there uh, were very bothered, uh, very uh, I don't want to say traumatized because that's I mean, people use that so much. I feel like the word just gets watered down. Um, same with anxiety, but 
a lot of them were bothered. I'll say I'll say that much. They were very bothered and perturbed by it. So yeah, suddenly I don't know. Suddenly, like I suddenly, I feel like I have this cape <laughs> hanging off my back. Like oh man, I gotta go ahead and be like this scene's bouncer all of a sudden because I can't be everywhere at once. You know, like that's that's been a recurring theme. Like whenever I am out at a mic. Usually, sometimes if there's a fight or something or some shit goes down, it's never at the one I'm at, which I suppose could be a good thing. I mean, if I were at the other place, yeah, I definitely have to step in and you know, cool shit down. But sometimes, if I'm at a mic and somebody is considering uh, causing some shit, but they see me and they're like, "Up, oh, no, I'm gonna mind my p's and q's." So maybe that is a good thing. But uh, I guess that's another uh, responsibility I feel like I am unofficially or involuntarily taking on for next year. But uh, who knows? Anyway, um, other than that, yeah, just to recap everything, uh, congratulations to everybody at the Olympia. Um, Everybody, if you're looking to get back into shape or get into shape for next year, uh, best of luck to you. Make the right moves. Don't fall. Don't fall for any of this. Uh, uh, what is it? Like fat acceptance bullshit. It's it. Well, how do I, how do I describe it? It's it's gluttony masquerading as a social movement. So it doesn't matter which way you cut it. It's you know they just try to justify their love for cookies and they don't want to feel bad about it. And like that's not my problem anyway. So. If you're smart, you won't fall into that. And uh, what else? It's been a great year for stand-up. I've amassed a lot of material, a lot of... I'm just very proud of myself. Uh, And lastly, uh, for mental health on that stance, always keep getting better. That's 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 how I end this. Everybody, if you're looking to get better, you can get better. It's always possible and it can be done. So, yeah, Tony, aren't you just a beacon of knowledge and wisdom? Uh, anyway, other than that, thank you for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. I will talk to you guys next week. And other than that, stay safe, stay swole, and I'll see you next time.